they call it, okay, boomer. I'm like, I'm not a boomer, dude. We existed. Yeah. We I, were there. We I, had a good run. I was there when Air Jordans were birthed. Yeah. We had, <laughs> we had a good run, man. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the week. Welcome back to Post Lunch. My name is Anthony Jen, and I'm here with Kevin Hockenberry. I'm here. Listen, listen. Don't you love the sound of a good pen clicking? Yeah. I have one of these little fidget things on my desk. Check out this click. Oh, man, that's solid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we had a good lunch today, dude. Yes. Like, can we just get right into this? Let's just jump right in. Oh, man. Where did we go? General Public House. Okay. Yes. Uh, it's a Winter Springs staple. It really is probably the best restaurant in Winter Springs. It's up there. It's Yeah, I don't know what you would say would be better. Right. It's just a, it's a pub style, uh, lots of different, really interesting um, uh, things on the menu. Yeah. Not just like just straight up hamburgers and stuff. No, no, no. They, they do it right over there. They do it right. So we had a couple uh, guys drop in on us today um, from uh, CMN, which is the Church Multiplication Network. That's okay. the organization our church is planted through. One That's who those guys were. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering who was sitting with us. Yes, them and Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there was Stacy. She was there too. She was wife. there. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah. So um, they when you have guests in town, right, you want to make sure you take them to the right place. Right. That's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. Especially when they're from like other places in the country and they're used to eating like cool stuff. Yes. Yeah. So we got to show them our cool stuff. So we went and I had the, um, the redfish sandwich. Tell me about it. Well, see a redfish is uh native to this area. It's indigenous. Indigenous. Uh, I think, I think they're probably far over in Texas, all along the Gulf and then up to like North Carolina. I think you can catch a redfish in like Virginia. Okay. Anyway, redfish has a, is a very distinct taste. It's not a, it's not an overly fishy taste, but it's a, Oh, you know, when you're eating redfish, right? It's very good. Blackened. Uh, so I had a black and redfish sandwich today, and I've had it there. It's like my second or third time Wait, having it. Aren't uh, those fish? They can get like gigantic, right? Oh yeah. They're also called red drum. Okay. Yep. Uh, up in North Carolina, they they call them puppies. They're like smaller version of. They're called puppy drums or something. But in Florida, is that a slot fish? You can only catch it from yes. like twenty inches to. 22 to 27, I believe. Okay. Don't quote me on that. If you're going fishing this weekend, <laughs> you might get arrested. Up, yeah, check out your own, you know, your state regulations. But right. I think it's 22 to 27. Okay. Okay. So that's a, because I remember we went fishing one time to try to catch these. Yes. And this one dude hooked up on oh, one and it was a yeah. freaking monster. That's the Hallover Canal. Yes. Up by Titusville. Yes. Yeah. They were catching monsters. Dude. No, that this guy was like holding it outside of the boat and it was yeah. almost as tall as him you know when you're using an entire blue claw blue claw crab for bait right. you're fishing for something this big. is serious yeah but uh that's what i had it was very good uh i noticed you were enjoying your lunch today <laughs> i was i was i had the shaved ribeye sandwich yes wait do we like need to play the song we need to play the song for play the song. song so there i was I had just been, I just finished eating the appetizer. We had calamari. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. And here comes my shaved ribeye. It was, it was beautifully warmed. Yes. On the ciabatta. Ciabatta. And, and the shaved ribeye. And, and so I picked it up and I took the plunge into the, into the warm au jus and it soaked up that sauce. And I took that first bite. Yeah. I could tell you're into it. Dude, it was juicy. The flavors were right. The cheese was melted. Mm -hmm. They have those really good, like, crispy French fries yes. there. Oh, man, it was delicious. You can't go wrong with the shaved ribeye. No. Um, also, I like what we did, uh, both of us, and not only just us, 
I think the whole table all ordered a side of blue cheese for our french fries to dip in. Yeah, that lady probably thought we were psychos. Yeah, I love dipping french fries in blue cheese. Especially when the blue cheese is good. Yeah, they have a house blue cheese. You can tell it's either made there or it's made somewhere where they know how to make blue cheese. <laughs> so one of the two. Right. It's made. But it's not Ken's. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. Yeah, they're just not opening up. Well, we had a big weekend uh, this past weekend. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles beat uh, the New York Giants. If, is that what you call beat? Because yeah. I think that was like, it looked like a JV high school team trying to play in an NFL game. I think this is a uh, an, uh, an appropriate usage of the word shellac. Yes. They shellacked them. Yes. Yeah. They, they, the Eagles are better than the Giants at every position and every position group on the football team outside of maybe running back. So thanks for coming over, by the way. Yeah, it was a fun watch. We did, um, uh, what do you call it? Cheesesteak sliders. Yeah. You did them because I, I had a wedding to do. So I like put all the cooking on you. Yeah, it was fun. Those are really good, man. They came out nice. They uh, did. And then we did the uh, Chicken Pete's crab fries. Yeah, so for those that don't know, Chicken Pete's is a big sports restaurant, um, sports bar in Philadelphia. They get a few different locations, and they are known for these things they call crab fries. Now, there's not actually crab meat on them, but it's all But that would seasoned. be amazing. Know, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, but they put um, uh, Old Bay. And they're drenched. In a, yeah, they're drenched in Old Bay. And then you dip them in a like a white American cheese sauce. It's amazing. It's very delicious. Very delicious. It's heavy. You feel slow after you eat it. And that's yeah. what you want when you're going to watch a sports game. Yeah. And then right after being completely full, yes. our friend Jaime walked in with a yes. bunch of chicken wings. Like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> he brought a bunch of chicken wings from Papa John's. Which you've made a statement. And I want to say this. For all yes. the foodies in the world, for all my foodies, listen up. You made this statement. You said... Pizza place wings have their place. Yeah, there's a time and a place for these. Like they have, it's it's right for what it is. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was like that. That was so interesting. Like because... Pizza Hut wing, like Wingstop, or these ones happen to be Papa John's wings. Domino's has wings. Yeah, you're you're. I think specifically talking about more the fast food. Yeah, like a fast yeah. food chicken wing. So if you go to a buffet, not like a real fancy one, but like a buffet, like a you know, and there's Papa John's chicken wings sitting there, you're, you're gonna grab a couple. At a buffet. Right? I don't know if I would do that. Really? Yeah, but like if you if you were having like a movie night and somebody came in with the like Pizza Hut wings or okay. whatever, I'm like, yeah, dude, these are awesome. Let's get to it. Should we get to it? I thought that was it. That was it? We done? <laughs> Shortest podcast ever. For us, yeah. So we uh, decided to... Oh, I do got to say this, though. I, I, I was going to go come too fast. Sorry. I do want to give a shout out to my Philadelphia Eagles for making the NFC Championship game. And I will say this. <laughs> and I know this will live on in infamy. Infamy? No, no infamy is a bad thing, right? I don't this know. will live on forever. Okay. Um, but I will say this right here, right now. No. On Wednesday, January 25th. The Eagles are going to win this weekend. They're going to beat San Francisco, and they're going to beat them. They're going to beat them by a lot. Wow. It's going to be a 10 to 20 point win. Um, so, I mean, it's no knock on the 49ers. They're a very good football team. Uh, the Eagles are just very, 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 very good right now. I like how so. you call them my Eagles. Like, so, somehow you own a piece of it. Well, who else's Eagles are they? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so we're going to have some fun today. Um, I think you and I, from the get-go... On this podcast, we decided we never really want to hurt people's feelings, right? No, no, we're, that's not what we're out to do. Yeah, we, and so if we do hurt your feelings, it's completely unintentional, right? Um, not planned. I don't think so. So um, we we've, we've we're avoiding certain topics and stuff like that. This is we want you to feel when you walk away from this podcast. I had fun. 
<laughs> I was entertained. Yeah. I learned more about food. Yes. Um, I love the topic they discussed that day. I feel cared you know? for. I feel cared for. <laughs> um, but with that said, we're actually going to, we're calling this one the Generation Show. Okay. Generations episode. And uh, we're going to talk about um, some different generations, really specifically to uh, the millennials. Does it sound bad when I say the millennials? I feel like it sounds, it sounds worse um, than what you mean. Yeah, I, I've learned every time you put like the in front of like a group of people, yeah, it's like not that's good. not good. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about millennials, okay, and uh, and Gen Xers, okay. For those listening that don't know, I was born in 1977. I am a Generation Xer, okay, and you are a. I don't want to say it. <laughs> you're I a was, millennial. I was born in 1988, and so that, Ooh, uh, that you're, ma- you're right in the heart of it. That makes me a millennial. You're a but millennial. But I feel like, and well, this is, this you, is. Go. This is such a, I guess, millennial thing to say, but I don't identify. We'll, we'll get into that in a we'll, minute. We'll get into that. Right? So, um, for those listening, you're not really sure uh, what your what your generation is. Um, there may be some boomers out there listening. That's you were born between 1946 <laughs> to 1964. Why are you laughing? It's just so funny because like people use the word boomer as like an insult now. I know we're gonna get to that. I know. Oh, gosh. Six, 46 to 64. Je- I feel like a lot of times we say we're going to get to that and we don't. Yeah. yeah. So if there's anybody listening, just go ahead and message us on all the things we never got back to. Right. We need a producer. We do. Yeah. At the end of the show, like some guy or some girl will be like, okay, here's the things. Yeah. Circle back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's six, 46 to 64. Gen X, 1965 to 1980. So I'm at Wait the tail end. My mom is a boomer. That explains a lot. Does it? Whoa. What does it explain? I don't know. We'll get uh, into it. <laughs> uh, I don't think we will. Uh, then there's Millennials, 1981 to 1996. Uh, fun fact, I was born in 19... 19- uh, wait a second, because this is up for debate right here. Right. The the date range for Millennials, in some circles, it goes to 99. Well, let's just go with this for now. I'm just saying, so like... So those, those that are like 97 to 99, they might be like, yo, I'm this? Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, it's very millennial of them to have been undiagnosed start and stop. I can see that. Um, <laughs> so fun fact, I was born in 1977, so I'm a Gen Xer, but I married a millennial. Weird. Stacy is a 1981 uh, baby. And if you think you don't identify as a millennial, Stacy really doesn't I know, because she just snuck in. Yeah. Actually, there is something interesting that we will actually get to today that I'm going to get into because there's actually something else happening there. Uh, Then you got the Gen Zs. Um, Boomers just call them millennials. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) from 1997 to 2012. So both my girls are Gen Zs. And then we actually have another generation from 2013 to present. They're called Alpha. And all of my girls fall into that. They're all Alphas. Yeah, that's cool. That is kind of cool. Um, and, so and in anybody before the boomers year, it's just a human. Yeah, and I, and I you know, it's just regular humanity. They're I think they're traditionalists, <laughs> and then before that was a silent generation. The reason I didn't bring them up too much today is because we're going to talk a lot about Gen X and millennial. So getting two generations away doesn't really it gets messy. Yeah, I don't really need to talk about it much. So, um, so generations. Here we go. Boomers make up about seventy-five million Americans. Okay. 75 million. Those are the baby boomers. That was an explosion of babies. They're actually, after, they're actually baby boomers. Yeah. It's um, after World War II mm-hmm. is when this happened. And then and then 10 million less is Gen X with 65 million. That's yeah. me. 
And then millennials came along and they said, ah, I see what you did there. Hold my latte. <laughs> and they've got 83 million no, people. No, your generation made us. Right. So you said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's, what's the beer that uh, he drinks in um, Cobra Kai? Oh, he drinks. Cores, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. The banquet. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's that. Um, okay, here's some fun facts about Gen X. So I kind of want to see... Like, how Gen X am I in, 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 I don't know. Here we go, right? This is what they say about, this is what they say. Here at Met They, by the way. They're actually really friendly. Here we go. Gen X has the largest brand loyalty among all the generations. Okay, unpack that for me. What does that mean? Exactly what it says. So, like, if you grew up wearing Reeboks. I wear Reeboks. That's it. You're not going to wear Nikes. You're not going to catch me wearing Nikes. That's what it says. You're a Nike boy, though, right? Please. I love Nikes. But I, I think just brand loyalty in general. Okay. We had lunch today with a guy today, Karen's. He was a Gen Xer. I'm almost positive he was. And The he, guy sitting next to you? To you. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike. Okay. And the waitress came up and took our drink order. And she asked, you know, what is oh. it you'd like? And he says, oh, do you have Coke Zero? And she says, no, we have Pepsi products. And he says, well, I'll just have a water. He said, forget it. I'll just have a water. Did he say forget it? No. Oh. I'm not crossing that. <laughs> he said, I'll just have a water. You wow. know, and I was like, I do the same. I'm not drinking Pepsi. Really? No. I mean, like, God, I, I mean, well, I don't drink a lot of soda, but still, like, I grew up, like, I it was, enjoy, dude, I it enjoy was, a Pepsi. I grew up, and we talked about this uh, a few episodes ago, but I grew up, it was either Coke or Pepsi. Like, dude, you drew, you know, boom. Same thing with, like, hip hop, right? It was East Coast, West Coast. Like, yeah. it was, oh, we had to make choices with everything. Do you, uh, this is a, and I we 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 like to stand by this, but mm-hmm. do you? Th- <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Just keep moving. Oh, I'm okay. not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because we said we won't. Because we said we won't do that. Oh, we're going to keep going. Um, Generation X consumers are nostalgic. Okay. So uh, here, I'll be right back. Yeah. All so right. I got this in the mail the other day. I ordered these from eBay. <laughs> look at this. Do you know what these guys are? Uh, you know what they look like. Um. Okay, go ahead and explain it, and then I'll explain to everybody else. These are called muscles. Okay. Um, and they're just like little like toys that you'd get like in a three-pack or four-pack, like back when I was a kid. Okay. I used to love these things. You'd get them at like Eckerd Drugstores or CVS or something. Okay. And so um, I was just craving a couple muscles, but not like with marinara, like actual like the little toys. So guys, these things, um, for, those, for those millennials out there watching, they look like um, little game pieces from like, Dungeons and Dragons that are unpainted and they are the color of a pencil eraser. They're called flesh tone. Yeah. If you're that color. Well, they call it. Yeah. That's not my flesh tone. (laughs) No, it's probably mine though. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're a little pinkish. But anyway, these things were a lot of fun to play with when I was a kid. And and we came across this recently. Um, I was reading an article that talked about how the leading driver in toy sales right now is is by, yeah, it's by a market. It's from a market called Kidults. Mm. These are um, adults that are still just very nostalgic about their childhood. And I think older millennials fall into this. And I definitely think a lot of Gen Xers fall into this, um, where we have this, we now have the money and the desire to own maybe some things we couldn't afford when we were kids, mm. or maybe bring some cool things in and put them on the shelf as little talking pieces or everything, you know, whatever. There, there's but, a lot to unpack in that entire little paragraph you just said there. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be to be said about a entire generation or a new sector of people purchasing th- purchasing toys and stuff like that called kidults 
meaning that maybe you felt at some point in your upbringing a lack yeah i mean whatever fill in the blank yeah i mean my mom did the best she could you know we were obviously on a you know a tight income but she she got she did a pretty good job of, of getting me toys and video games and stuff mm-hmm. but, you know i uh, remember as a kid growing up with my and this i guess my great grandma would like take us out we would go garage sailing yeah bro and she's so before boomers what was that traditionalist she yes. was around in the great depression she's still alive right and um, we would go garage sailing on the weekends, and she would give us a couple dollars. And bro, that's where I built up my toy collection. Okay, yes. Yeah. I would get all these cool Ninja Turtle toys, or right. Power Rangers, GI Joes, all this stuff. You, you use the phrase "garage sailing." Do, do you, does that how you when you go to like garage sales? Do you call up, "Hey, let's go garage sailing, kids"? Yeah, like you would, because you're going to a whole bunch of them. Okay. I'm just making sure I'm not the only one that uses that phrase. <laughs> but I that's say what the same you thing. say. Yeah, garage, garage sailing. Um, you don't visit a garage sale. The the intent is to hit like 20 of them. Yeah, but you can say we're going to hit some garage sales. Anyway, um, <laughs> here's some famous Gen Xers. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Uh, you know what? I learned how to cut an onion properly by watching one of his YouTube videos. Thank there you, you go. Gordon. And Gordon had to, at some point in time, learn how to use YouTube because he's not from that generation. Look at him. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Okay. Uh, author of uh, Nirvana. <laughs> author. Um, Elon Musk. Is a you. He's a me. He's our you. Tiger Woods, uh, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe. These are all famous um, Gen Xers. Here are some things about um, Gen X. This is just a, I don't know, a bunch of information coming at us quickly. You feel good? Do you feel good right now? Are you proud to be who you are? Well, here's the thing, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show. <laughs> um, we are right in between the feud of the boomers and the millennials. Like these two groups, they just go at it. To to millennials, anybody older than them is a boomer. And to boomers, anybody younger than them is a millennial. I mean, like they think the millennials are just like a 50 year generation, right? Right. So I get called a snowflake. I get called a millennial. I get called all these things from the boomers. And on the other side, the the millennials, they call it, okay, boomer. I'm like, I'm not a boomer, dude. We existed. Yeah. We I, were there. We I, had a good run. I was there when Air Jordans were birthed. Yeah. We had <laughs> we had a good run, man. Um, so Gen X, Gen, Gen X, man, we exist. We had great music. I'll give you that. Uh, we are known as uh, resourceful. Okay. Independent. Um, good at maintaining work-home balance. Uh, Gen Xers tend to be expert DIYers. And I think that's because that's when Home Depot and Lowe's became a thing. Okay. Yeah, because those th- those places didn't really exist so much in the 60s and 70s, but they really blew up in the 80s, 90s, when all these Gen Xers were now purchasing homes. Um, we dressed down. We did not carry that flashy 80s attire uh, onto the scene with our clothing. Um, we are tech savvy, but not tech independent. Do you uh, no, sorry, identify not, not, as not, a tech savvy? No. Yeah, I was going to no, say, because no. this is not you at all. No, but a lot of these are, um, but not tech dependent. Okay. Now, that would definitely be me. You know how many times you have invited me over to your house to reprogram your TV remote? Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> I got to have you over soon. To, yeah. to look at it again? I just like... No, but you did it once three years ago. Like, I've added things in there that I can't use. They just sit there. I got a Blu-ray player I haven't used in two years because it's not attached to my... Uh... Who uses Blu-ray players? Me. Oh. Go try watching certain movies, bro. I, I thought... got movies you can't watch. I don't You know have... why? Because they're on Paramount Plus, and nobody gave you a free access code to, <laughs> to, 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 to watch it. 
Speaking of millennials. All right, here we go. Uh, Let's see. Not tech dependent. Um, Okay. We were left with the key and told to heat something up in the microwave. So, again, we're we're dependent. Um, My mom did that to me. Our parents. uh, Well, you didn't have a dad around. I think that has a lot to do with it. Right. Uh, Our parents were not helicopters or snowplow, which I learned that term this week. Uh, Although we started a lot of that type of parenting style. Way to go, dude. Yeah. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Again, boomers call us millennials and millennials call us boomers. Um, now, here's where it gets real interesting. And, uh, and I'll, I'll take any questions you may have. Thank you. Guys, for the record, I want you to know that um, that Pastor Kevin puts a lot of time and energy into getting this content put together. A little bit of content, right? Yeah. I mean, you did. You did. You obviously have done research here. A little bit. I um, took research from researchers. That's called research. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> Now, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. And I found this out a few years back, and I said, now that's me. That is me. Okay. We, there's a micro generation known as Xennials. Okay. And it's people born between 1977 and 1985. Um, it's, a, it's a micro generation. They, they also call it the Oregon Trail generation. Do you remember that game? Yeah. So uh, we got our music from Napster for free. Yeah. Uh, Xennials aren't quite as cynical as the stereotypical Gen Xer, but aren't quite as optimistic as the stereotypical millennial. Wow. Yeah. So we're kind of like squeezed, kind of nudged in there. So like my brother Chris, is he's got a 65 birthday, I think. So he's the oldest Gen Xer. And I'm one of the younger Gen Xers. And him and I are like so different. We're very similar in a lot of things, but we're so different the way we see That's the world. And yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. So at the end of the day, I, I, I think I'm Gen X um, and I really like that Zenial deal. That also gives my wife a little something to jump into so she doesn't have to uh, call herself a millennial. There's some relatability, some crossover. Yeah. Nice. All right. Now I want to interview you a little bit. <clears throat> Thank you. Are you a millennial? Here's what here's what um, people, they would say about millennials. Okay. Uh, more open minded. Uh, millennials want flexible work schedules. Um, here, these, these are some adjectives to describe uh, millennials. Uh, confident, self-expressive, expressive, <laughs> expressive, liberal, upbeat, and receptive to new ideas and ways of living. I saw a lot of that on display in our previous office environment. Okay. When you had a Gen Xer for a boss who had drawn some really hard lines on how you do things. Yes. And this is the big friction between boomers and millennials. She might have actually been a boomer. If not, she was an older Gen Xer. She was for sure a boomer. She's the same year as my mom. Okay, so she's a she's a boom, so she's a boomer. So boomers are like, this is how we do it. But here's a classic conversation, right? Right. Okay, this is what I want you to do, and this is what I want you to do it. Well, why do we have to do it that way? Because that's how you do things. Right. But why is that how you do things? Because that's the way it's been done forever. But it, but but what if we tried to do this? We're not trying to do that. That's not how you do things. Yeah. That's the classic like boomer millennial problem. So boomers view that as. Um, rebellious, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 even like unteachable, unteachable, even less educated, maybe. And where millennials would are like, no, 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 but like we can try something new, and maybe if we try something new, maybe we can create something that's kind of cool that the world's never seen before. Yeah, I think that uh, an, another descriptor is um, collaborative. Mm. I feel like my generation wants to to do things as a collective. 
Whereas the following generation, Gen Z, is very much about, look what I can do. Mm. That's a big delineator. Gen Zs are saying, like, watch me. Right. I can do this, me, mine. And a millennial's like, we can... Millenni- millennials like open workspace. Right. They like, share, like a shared office. Like, I don't mind being in, being right. in an office with you. Right. <clears throat> I don't need to have, like, my own zone. Like, you know what I mean? No, I, I totally get that. It's It's the whole... You know, Gen Zs, many of them want to be influencers at 20 years old. Right. You know, they want to have a big YouTube following or and social media following. they still live in their mom's house. Right. Well, we're not going to say anything negative about them. Uh, like, you okay? Know, All right. Maybe, you know, maybe right. they own their own home. Hopefully. Maybe. We don't know. Um, so, okay, cool. Um, but going <laughs> down that vein a second ago, this is why we have some really cool restaurants, I think, now. Because of millennials? Yeah. I think, I mean, millennial, hipsters are millennials. Right. Hipsters what? are not Gen X. Maybe a couple of them. I asked this question, like, I think to you a couple of weeks ago. I said, where did all the hipsters go? Hipsters are gone. They've all grown up. No, they all live in vans now. They're like in van life. I've, I've figured van, it out. Yeah. They live in tiny houses or they're, or they're vanners. Right. They live off, they live off the grid. The hipsters like, no, I'm out, dude. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at like a lot of the revitalization that's happened in cities all across our country, like <clears throat> urban areas and all that, you see just a lot of cool like restaurants and just places to go. And I just think like millennials came along and said, well, we're not going to follow the rules. We're, we're going to do some cool things. We're going to do something new. Okay. That to me has always been one of the things I've loved most about millennials. Okay. Mm-hmm. We thank you for that compliment. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, here are some negative traits. Okay. We didn't have negative traits for Gen Z, but here we go. Well, I don't... The, the negative trait with, with Gen Z is that we are just so disinterested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like Gen Z, we came home, we played our Nintendo, we we just hung out. We played football with the kid, neighborhood kids. We, that was like, we went to concerts. <laughs> that was that. That's who Gen Z is. I mean, Gen X is, man. That's, that's who we were and kind of still are. And... <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, what's the negative trait? We're um, we're awesome. I don't know. Um, okay, negative traits. Now, I'm not saying these are negative traits, but you're reading it. So. I'm reading okay. it. I'm reading what others, other researchers researched. Okay. All right. So, uh, this is what some people, not me, might say about millennials. They're narcissistic. Okay. Does that like jive at all to you? Do you could you see that? <laughs> Do you think I'm a narcissist? No, I'm gonna say you. I'm, well, I'm asking. This I'm, is a broad brush. But I'm a, I'm a millennial. I'm asking. Do you have you, um, have I narcissized you? I don't think you've narcissized me ever. <laughs> um, they're lazy. I can see that. Not you though, right? I don't believe I am. No, you're not. You are an anomaly. I think when it comes to many millennials, they're coddled. Coddled? Hmm. Uh, they're even a bit delusional. This this is just stuff that people have said. In what way? In like what? What like? You can say that about humanity. Well, okay. D- different area. Like, how can you? We have seen free speech erode more in the last probably ten to twenty years than we have in the history of our country. Like, okay. it's, and it's happening fast. This whole cancel culture thing. Like Gen Xers, like we don't care. We're not canceling people. I don't care about that. You know right. what I'm saying? We're too busy just hanging out and enjoying life. I don't know? think anybody should cancel anybody. No, that's a whole nother episode. We could talk about that. But 
But that's a millennial deal. Like, oh, that hurts my feelings. I'm triggered. Like, I didn't know what the word... To me, a trigger was like something on a gun Right. when I was in high school. Like, there was no... This word trigger such a big deal. So you hear a lot of this canceling stuff. And I, I you know, I'm, I don't like what you're saying. And that's, you know... So some of that's good, though. Some of that's millennials standing up for justice and something that's right. right. But at the same time, like, I think you have to really do something over the top to be canceled, you know? Jesus didn't cancel anybody. He canceled our sin. Right. He always made a way. Uh, boomers have called them snowflakes because they, they, they're they soft. They melt easily. Um, more civically and politically disengaged. I'll tell you that, bro. I don't give a rip. No, I talked to a lot of people. Like, I was talking to Blaniel the other day, and I was talking about that whole horrible... Uh, murder that took place in Idaho with those college students. She had no idea what I was talking about. I didn't either. No idea. I had no idea. She's like, I don't watch the news. I'm like, I, I wish I had the luxury of not being able to watch the news. I don't watch. You You do have the luxury to make your own decision. No, I'm a pastor. I have to know what's going uh, on in the world. But um, more focused on materialistic values, less concerned about helping. This is a big one to me. Less concerned about helping the larger community than previous generations. It's a little bit more me-centric than previous generations. That's what people would say. Huh. Um, there is a spirited, if not tiresome, debate between uh, about whether millennials are self-entitled narcissists or open-minded do-gooders. Surely the truth lies somewhere in between. Yeah, I think <clears throat> as a labeled millennial... That's what I'm labeled as because that's when I happened to be born. But yeah, you're born into it. Right. I think you're a product of your upbringing. So if you're going to be a self-entitled narcissist, who is your mom and dad? Right? Right. Or if, you're a, that. if you're a do-gooder, who is your mom and dad? Right? I So, so for me, I, I don't really feel... This is interesting that I'm thinking because I don't feel like I fit into what I'm supposed to fit into, right? Mm -hmm. But I, growing up with just my mom and my sister, my dad wasn't around, there would be like weeks in the summer. It always felt like the entire summer, but I spent a lot of time with my great grandpa and my great grandma mm -hmm. or with my grandma and grandpa, which were not, they were not the same as my mom. You know what right. I mean? So I think a lot of those traits and stuff rubbed off on me. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So in a lot of ways, I feel like I, ident I identify more in your generational mm -hmm. slot mm -hmm. than where I'm supposed to be, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, I mean, like, you asked me what my favorite bands are. My favorite music is actually music boomers listen to. Right. So I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, because I had two older brothers and older sister. So while all my friends were listening to, you know, Motley Crue or Run DMC... You know, I was listening to like the Stones and, you know, Jackson Five and like that kind of uh, that right. kind of a deal. So, I, because I, my my brothers are are eleven, twelve years older than me, my sister's fifteen years older than me. So I definitely have a ton of influence from from them. So I, I totally I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. So my mom is a boomer. So I was, and my mom is on the very end mm -hmm. of that of that thing. So the music influence is the same. So. I don't know. I just I find it interesting. You know what I mean? I, I think it's weird to label an entire generation with a certain and this is such a millennial thing to say what I'm saying. But uh, 
to to label an entire generation based off of a time span that you were born is odd to me. Yeah, I mean there are there are real characteristics that are just they are they're broad brush, but they are they're you will find percentage wise eighty percent, ninety percent true. I mean, um, I mean nine eleven happened in two thousand one. You know what right. I mean? So like if you were born after that, um, you're born into a different world for sure. Um, you know, the internet became a thing really like in the mid nineties, you know what I mean? So again, if you're born before that, that's a deal, bro. I mean, that's like a, I don't know, phones. I didn't walk around with a phone in my pocket all the time. And if I did, it just sat in my pocket until it rang. Right. <laughs> you know, now I'm like making sure I'm out of my phone too much. For sure. Um, and then what wars did you go through? You know, so the, those are all the, those types of things that define a generation. Like markers. Yeah, I mean, look at the '60s with the you had the big um, women's lib movement, the big feminist movement. You had um, a lot of the stuff happen in the '60s with with race and um, and then of course you had the Vietnam, you had Woodstock, so you had all this stuff going on in the '60s. Like that was a huge deal. Rock and roll was becoming a thing. So let me ask you a question. Maybe and you might not know the answer to this. Is this an American thing only? No, but um, like, yes, probably a little of each. Like they're not called boomers in England, right? I or think so. Yeah, yeah. What that, about that, like that in China? Thing. Yeah, I, I believe that goes all across across the world. world. Yeah, but it, it probably would be less defining, you know, in different countries. I would, that's a good question. I don't know. That would be my so guess. So you think they might have um, generational delineators, but different? Maybe. I. That's a good question. I'll have to check it, check that out. Um, you asked a question when we were talking about all this, and I thought this was interesting. Um, you asked me if I would let my daughter leave my neighborhood and walk up to this very busy intersection. That's, yeah. It's a 10 minute walk. She's in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Would I let her go up to the Taco Bell? She wanted to grab a bite to eat or. Which is like a half a mile from your house. Would you say? It's a mile. M- maybe two. A mile's longer than you think. No, it's definitely not two. A mile's a lot longer than you think it is. A lot shorter. I'm sorry. Than you think it is. It's a lot shorter than you think it is. Okay. Um, either way, it's it's at least it's at least a mile, if not two. And of course, my first thing is like, no, you know. When I was in sixth grade, I was going everywhere, bro. I was I would go home, mm-hmm. drop off my trumpet because mm-hmm. I wasn't banned in right. middle school. Drop off my trumpet, change my outfit, and I would find sixty cents laying around the house, and I would ride the Palm Train, which is the city bus, to another city right to go to the mall right by myself not buy anything no just to eat a double cheeseburger from the mcdonald's right in the food court right and then hopefully i had enough money to get back on the palm train and ride home before the streetlights came on right as a sixth grader yeah yeah man we had bike gangs you know not like actual biker gangs but like we have six seven eight of us man we get on our bikes and just go yeah i definitely had a squad yeah just go and uh, there was an interesting um, podcast. I think it's called How to Become Batman. Um, and it's uh, they talked about basically this guy went in. in if I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to get some of this wrong, but you can go back and listen to it yourself if you want to check it out. But basically, this guy interviewed this bike gang of kids back in like the 70s or early 80s or something. And it was kind of it was asking the question, where do you play? And they just man, they went everywhere. They took their bikes everywhere. Um and then um, this guy goes back years later to, to interview him, uh, the guy, and he finishes up his interview and he's leaving and his 
this guy's kid now is sitting on the front porch, just kind of playing a video game or something. And he asked um, the kid, he's like, hey, you know, where do you play? And the kid basically just pointed to his front yard. That's it. Right. That's where he plays. Because so people are so afraid of kidnapping. It's, it's like safer now, though. Right. Than it was when we were kids. Not even close. It's not even close. I remember as a kid drinking a bottle of um, a, a half gallon of milk or whatever, like pouring that into my cereal. And there's just all these kids faces plastered on there. Right. Remember going to Walmart of all these kids. Yeah, missing, kidnapped. missing, missing, missing. And it's like you just really hardly don't even see that anymore, like at all. Right. Um, it definitely exists. People, kids are still, you know, being kidnapped. That's horrible. And the sex trafficking thing is a thing and it's horrible. But when you look at the statistics, it's nothing like the 70s, man. Right. Nothing at all like the 70s. Did um, you have a job when you were like younger? Oh, I mean, I had to. Bro, yeah. when I was 13, I worked at a skating rink. Mm -hmm. Then when I got, when I was 14 or 15, I got a job at, as a busboy and a dishwasher. At, yeah, I did all that. Like I, do kids get jobs anymore? Uh, I don't know. I guess I, I really you, don't know. I guess it could be a, an economic thing. It could be. If, yeah. Like if your parents make enough money. Yeah. And you don't need to have a job, then why get one? So with all that said, times change, people change, you know, um, you got the Gen Z's coming up now. They're in their 20s. My daughters are Gen Z's. They're in fifth and sixth grade, but Gen Z's all the way up to probably 20, 21 or something now. 23, maybe even mm -hmm. uh, 24. I don't know. So that's just so funny. Everybody calls them millennials, <laughs> but they're not. They're right. They're, they're probably feel like me a little bit in Gen X. Like, stop calling me something that I'm not. That's you know? how I feel all the time. <laughs> Live my life like that. All right. Well, it's time to say goodbye. How do you say goodbye? What do you mean? Just say goodbye. Yeah. Like, but how do you how do you do that? Like, what's what's your send off? In yeah. person or on the phone? Whatever. Um, I I go. All right. So in person, I like saying all right now. All right. Yeah. I say peace out. That is so Gen X of you. I say peace out, man. That's so 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 Gen. I have a friend of mine. He um. He says, when we get off the phone, he always says, all right, I'm going to let you get back to what you were doing. Even when he calls you? Even when he calls me or, or if I call him and I'm like, I'm just hanging out. He always puts the, the blame of leaving the phone call.